Mizmo Tzadi Dalad, I'm going to have a look at Psukim Zayin, Ches, and Tes this week. The Mizmo so far, in the last Psukim we've learnt, have catalogued the wrongdoing of the Rishoim in respect to how they have treated Kali Yisrael, and also how they speak out brazenly against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Pasuk Zayin continues to note their words, which reflect their attitudes towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Vayom they say, Lo Hashem will not see, Lo Yovin Yaakov, nor will the God of Yaakov understand. So they challenge HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and they say, Ko will not see what we do in the way of wickedness, and the God of Yaakov will not understand what we're doing. Um, the Ma'amloyz introduces the Pasuk, Va'achshav, and now at this point of the Mizma Mavaret explains, Mahu Osok, what was the injustice, Shemadabrim Poyale Oven, which those workers of iniquity speak out against Hashem, which is reference to Pasuk Dalu. And it boils down to this, says the Ladakh, Oimrim Hamarim Yisrael, those who perpetrate evil towards Kal Yisrael, they do not fear HaKadosh Baruch Hu, their God of the God of B'nai Yisrael. And he, I'm sorry, they say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not see what they do wrong, and he, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, does not understand the works of man. Therefore, they have no fear of Hashem. That he will ever punish them and repay them for their evil deeds. So, that is what they're saying. HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes no notice of what happens in this world. He doesn't understand what we are doing, he doesn't see what we are doing, and therefore we don't have to fear punishment in any way, because it's not important. What is important for us to note, that the words of the Posuk are in essence, and ultimately, the denial of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Hashkoch his deni- the denial of HaKadosh Baruch's intervention into this world. HaKadosh Baruch is Manik. He created the world and keeps it going. He guides it. This is totally denied by the Rashaim and in the way they behave, the way they act towards Kali Yisrael. The Zipanu puts it this way. And he quotes the positive. They say that Ka will not see. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has not got sensory perception. He has none of the senses. And therefore, Details cannot be acquired except through sensory perception. And therefore, He will not understand from His greatness. And therefore, our actions are not worthy of HaKadosh Baruch's attention, they're, they're, they're irrelevant to him. And therefore, he will not think, to all that we do. In other words, the test of something is by our, our sensory perception of it. Since HaKadosh Baruch hasn't got these senses, no hands, no feet, no smell, no power of speech, and therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu cannot understand what man is doing. The Bina Le'itzim, Kadmoy, um, 
And he explains the mentality of these people who use this theory. Um, and when it says, Yusku that details cannot be grasped except through sensory perception. And he explains as follows. His key words are any person who is lacking any one of the senses, there is something going to be by definition lacking in his understanding of that of that facet. Very interesting, by the by, this evening, there's a very, very interesting, fascinating program on the World Service of a gentleman who had no color sights. And he worked out that the tone range of noise can give the brain some access to color. And he worked out a whole computer program that, in fact, the first thing he looked at was the Google um, thing with the four colors in the Microsoft Microsoft Windows. That was the first thing he looked at, and he could hear it, hear the color. Couldn't see it. Couldn't recognize the color, but he could hear the color. So, obviously, this is what the Bina Illitim's... I'm I'm not quite sure. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but but the point point, is one compensates another. It's one compensate, but it can't... It gave vibes. It waves. Yeah, waves. No, but the point I'm trying to make is, and this is exactly what the Bina Illitim is saying, that if you are lacking one of your chushim, therefore, by definition, a part of your knowledge of that thing is missing if it's not if you haven't got the, the feel of uh, the, the power of touch then anything which is tactile or can we explain tactile is missing Sh- stroke an animal i mean what am i supposed to feel you don't feel it's, heat and cold you know, etc so this is the key this is what the, the key of what the bina uh, the bina is saying is that the thinking of those people who say will not see because he hasn't got eyes he, he hasn't got that hush he hasn't got the hush of the ear the Malbim goes a little bit further and explains a little bit more about the denial of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Maybe at this, this point, it is Kedai to mention that uh, I feel on occasion one, one should investigate the matters of Kfirah. If only, if nothing else, but to strengthen our own Yedir and our own Amuna in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Manik. And, and, and sometimes one needs to to, to hold under the microscope, why do these people think like this? What, 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 what turns them into Apokosim? What turns them away from Claudia Yisrael's heritage? What, 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 what forces them into a situation where they say the most unrealistic things, as we you will see? Both, both Jews and non-Jews. I mean, that's why we've got to be mechazik our own emunah. When we say animamin, we've got to know what we mean. Animamin shabari yisbar that he is the creator of this world. Um, it's Put it the way I think of it. Goes goes along these lines. Many many years ago, when I first moved out of yeshiva, I, I worked for Lord Chief Rabbi Jacobovitz in one of his outreach programs. And one of my interesting duties were to travel around peripheral Londoners, London. And, and show my face as a representative to, of the chief rabbi's office. And, you know, when there was a, a speaker, whatever. Anyway, to cut a long story short, I was sent off to somewhere or other um, to listen to a speaker who had come to his belief in, we're talking about, you know, 
45, 50 years ago. We were talking a long time ago. It comes to his belief in Yiddishkeit through archaeology and Eretz Yisrael. And it was really a very, very fascinating drosha. You know, sort of, sort of his, his key line was, every stone I turned over gave me another footstep into, in, into the ways of the Torah. Which, truth, truth to tell, is, is phenomenal. But being a yeshiva bocha still, very much a yeshiva bocha, I, I asked him afterwards, when you turn over the stone that says, Bereshis Borelokim, could you let me know as well? Because I'd love to see that one. What I meant, well, I, you know, I was being facetious and we had a laugh over it, but what I meant is there is a point at which we've got to say animamin. Yes, there are many proofs out there, there are many signposts to belief in our Kodesh Baruch Hu. But at the end of the day, at some point, we're going to have to say animamin. Even Moshe Rabbeinu, he could reach that high, but he couldn't reach the 50th level. The 50th level would have taken him out of this world, there would be no Bechira, and no Amunah, nothing. He couldn't go that far. There's always going to be that point. And therefore, every now and again, we have, I think it is proper to re-examine our, our attitudes to the Amunah in our Kodesh Baruch. And this is, a, this is a wonderful opportunity to have a, a look into the mindset of those who deny Hashem, because that is what we're getting here. A denial of our Kodesh Baruch's intervention of being the Boira and Manik of this world. So says the Malbim, the, there are two types of people, or two attitudes to the denial that HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't run this world. The first one is they actually deny Hashkocha Alinyonim HaPratim. They deny HaKadosh Baruch's intervention in the individual happenings of this world, and therefore they are machish, they deny Hashem's Yediyah, because they say, if HaKadosh Baruch would know everything from the outset, and he knows everything in its detail, then he hasn't got the abilities to see, HaKadosh Baruch Hu can't know what is going to be new. He can't know the future. He cannot know more than he sees in the most general Yediyah. In the individual, he hasn't got that sight. And the second cut um, are those that say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they deny that HaKadosh Baruch Hu understands from the beginning of history to the end. There's no continuum in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's understanding of the world. And he says as follows, the first set who say HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't know the individual happenings, uh, since wickedness is not punished immediately, and the Roshoyim actually are successful in their ways, it must show that HaKadosh Baruch Hu can't see what they're doing. I mean, otherwise, why you let them get away with it, you know? And then the second set of, uh, that we're talking about that is, that, uh, is from the fact that HaKadosh um, Baruch Hu doesn't see or know the general thrust of history is because he, 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 the Roshoyim are actually destroying 
the human uh, issue of, of, of this world, and HaKadosh Baruch does nothing about it. It doesn't stop it happening. The world is sort of speeding along. I mean, again, on the news this evening, Mr. Putin has, has said we now have a hypersonic uh, missile, and, uh, and HaKadosh Baruch allows it to happen. You know, so he hasn't got this, this look on the world. Whichever way you look at it, they are denying HaKadosh Baruch as Boilu Manig of, of this world. Before we go any further, I'd like to suggest, and as I always say, when I offer my own ideas, you're very welcome to argue. But I'd like to have a look at the the Meshoira's choice of wording in how these non-believers say what they say. I'm not sure what they said in Lashon HaKodesh. Dovah HaMelech is telling us what they said. Therefore, his choice of words must be there or thereabout to the inner meanings of what they're actually trying to get at as well. So I'd like to just say, as I say, it, 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 it's my own ideas. They're built on, it's based on, 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 on proper Makairos. It's not necessarily shot in the Pasuk. The Pasuk uses two different phases. Lo Yira, Kodesh Baruch does not see. And it uses that together with the shame of Ka. The second phase is Loyovin, he will not understand. And to, with that, it uses the phrase, the reference, Eleke Yisrael. Eleke Yaakov, sorry. Sorry, thank you. The nation is challenged with lack of sight and lack of understanding, using the shamus of Ka and Elokei, referring to Elokei Yaakov. It is exactly that, lack of vision of Hashem, and the lack of understanding of Hashem as the God of Yisrael, that allows their attitudes to take root. In other words, their misconception of the relationship between Klal Yisrael and the Bayra Olam is exactly that which allows them and allows their allegations to come to fruition. So, just as, as partial as I can, the, it's well known, the Posuk in the end of the Shalach, after the defeat that uh, Yahushua inflicted on Amalek. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Moshe Rabbeinu, Vayomer ki yod al keisko, the hand of Hashem is on his throne, milchomo for war l'Hashem, for Hashem, but Amalek, against Amalek midoyodoyo, for every generation. And the Rashi from Chazal, Moshe, Moshe said, Ki yad al keisko, yodo yishal ha-Kodesh Baruch Hu, hurma lishpa, bekisay. The hand of ha-Kodesh Baruch Hu, so to speak, is lifted to grasp hold of his throne and to swear by his throne. Liyo yislo milchoma ve'eva ba'amolik, you'll have war and uh, upset against Amolik, o'ilomis forever. Rashi asked the question, Hazalu ma'al case, what does it mean, case? Lo'inema kisay. Doesn't say 
כיסא באלף ליאן. ואף השם נחלק לחצויוף, עושה השם והקודש ברוך הוא, זה נגוד יוד קיין, אז נגוד לבוב ה'. נשמע הקודש ברוך הוא, הקודש ברוך הוא סווירס, שאין שמוי שולם, his name will be incomplete, ואין כיסרי שולם, his throne will not be complete, עד שימוך השמוי של המולק כולוי. until the name of Amalek is entirely and when that happens the ultimate Amalek will be totally wiped out then HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name will be complete and his throne will be complete we see from here that the shame core leaves an incompleteness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the world in which we live because as long as Amalek is still around then that name of Hashem is incomplete. So Yudke Vovke in this world is an incomplete shame. We only have Ka. Um, and so for instance, uh, the fallout of this situation is still with us, the Pashtus. And that's how Rav Hirsch explains the word. He says the word case does not occur elsewhere. It is manifestly, manifestly the incomplete Kisei just has Ka. It's only part of the name of Hashem. It is evident, as our sages say, As long as the memory of Amalek is thought of as renowned, neither God's throne nor his name is complete. God then only rules in nature, in nature, but not in the world of mankind. At most, God's mastery is recognized and acknowledged as being over nature, but not as being over the world of man. As long as man does not subordinate his actions to God's will, as long as the ideal of man's greatness is fixed on might and power, and not on his showing his homage to God by completely carrying out his law of morality. This is what Rav Hirsch is saying. We see part of God. That is the fallout. Teva. God is the creator of the world. Yeah, why not? Okay. But his intervention... In mankind, that's missing. Now, by the Goyim, by the Umasoilon, that's clear, clear cut. Man, golden man, don't match. That's exactly what they are saying in the Posuk. This reality allows them to come along. Gemara and Chagiga, a very fascinating piece of Gemara. I just want to pick out the piece that we need. The Omahahu Mino. There was this min, this upper chorus that said to Rabbi Yeshua ben Chananya, Amo, a people, more who the, its master has turned the fa- his face away from them. The Chsivas is written in the book of Devorim, What sort of nation is that? So Rabbi Yeshua ben Chanina answers, Amale, said to him, says the Gemara, I Nonetheless, oid yodoy nutuyo. His hand is still stretched out against us. In other words, Hashem is still with us. And the pashtas, that yodoy nutuyo can be interpreted, and I have to look very carefully at the marshal and the Gemara there, it can be interpreted in two ways. The pashtas in the Gemara, HaKadosh Baruch is still outstretched towards us, to actually look after us, to care for us, to shield us against all evil, etc. If you have a look through the Psukim Yeshaya Hanavi, where this Yodoy Nutuyo is often mentioned, it's the opposite. It's in punishment of Kal Yisrael's misdeeds. So it has this dual meaning. 
possibly that is shut in what Rabbi Yeshua ben Hanani is saying, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does watch over us, even though there is the Hanoichi Haste Aste, I am still caught, I am not Yudke Vovke, nonetheless, my hand is stretched out towards them, both to shield them against the nations of the world, and to punish them when they don't behave as they should, and come back to what they should really be doing as mankind, and looking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's morality of how to behave. And this then perhaps is pshat in Loyira, the Hakodesh Baruch Hu does not see because he is hidden from us. And therefore, Ka Hakodesh Baruch Hu, in essence, who is not fully named, is the one that doesn't see because of Hanoichi Haste Aste. And that is basically exactly what the Goyim don't understand, that the even in those circumstances, that even as Ka, he is still Yireh, he still sees completely what is happening to us, shields us when necessary, punishes us when necessary, and has an interaction. Totally, the interaction is not as well as it, good as it should be, because Amalek still exists, and with the destruction of Amalek, we will get back Kisei and, and, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name. But until that time, it's not Pshat HaKadosh Baruch Hu has left us alone. It's not Pshat that is Boira, but not Manig anymore. He believes in nature, he's the God of nature, but not the God of people. That's not true. And that is the misconception is in the words that they use. That same interpretation fits in exactly, almost perfectly, with the next phrase. The Loshan of Yovin is This is a mixture of the Gon, the Masha, um, the Malbim, all, all those people who, who, who learn these sorts of, we spoke about it last week, different types of wording. But what does Havana mean? Havon is Mavin Dovla You understand something from that, from that which has already happened. You actually were able to differentiate between that which is good and that which is evil. Remember what we said from the Malbim, that the Umas Olam did not want to accept this as being a reality. HaKadosh Baruch Hu cannot differentiate between good and evil. He sees nothing at all. He doesn't punish the wicked immediately. He's, he allows it to happen. He allows them to destroy the Yeshiva Olam. Loyovin. He doesn't understand. He has not this, maven he has not this view. Now the word Elekei, the name of HaKadosh Baruch Elekei, is Elekeinu, means Kale comes from the word Ale, all-powerful, all-powerful God of Teva, the all-powerful God of nature, Elikim, is Teva. Right? So basically they are saying, Elikim Yaakov, this God of Yaakov. Now when is Yaakov called Yaakov and Yisrael called Yisrael? So the Marshal says very clearly, when Kal Yisrael carry out HaKadosh Baruch's divine will, then they are known as Yisrael. But otherwise, the lower Madrega, when they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, and not behaving as they should, they're called Yaakov. So now who doesn't understand? Lo Yovin, the God of Teva, whose people Yaakov don't do as they should be doing. Yeah, that would work brilliantly if it wasn't for the fact that the Mephoshim say very clearly, the God says very clearly, when it says, Elokei Yaakov, the God of Yaakov, or the God of Yisrael, it's in order to ensure Hashkoch Protis. That's exactly what Elokei means. The all-powerful God who looks completely and intervenes completely in, in, in the life of the Jewish people. And that is, um, I mean, I can quote all the Makaras for what I'm saying. Um, the Marashah says, 
However, when it comes in tandem with the Lekei Yisrael, he refers to HaKodesh Baruch exclusive connection and Hashkoch of Kal Yisrael, says the Malbim. So, when they say, what they are trying to indicate is that this God of Teva, whose people do not behave as they should, HaKodesh Baruch has no Avona, no, 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 no understanding of what they're doing and leaves them to it. And we understand that whole goof is in, inaccurate. HaKadosh Baruch intervenes even when Yisrael acts as Yaakov, he is still Elokei Yaakov. He is still the God of Yaakov. This is Mamish, the opposite of what the Umos is saying. I feel that most probably lies a little bit deeper in their denial of Hashem. And our refutation of that is they just don't understand the Derech Hashem. They don't understand the ways of our Kodesh Baruch in reference to Kali Yisrael. And so in Posuk Ches, um, no arguments. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's just, just, uh, how could they? Okay, well, we're going to have it. In Posuk Ches, we find the words of Rav Hirsch. This introduces the refutation of the erroneous assumptions. So, okay, we're, we're, that's where we're up to now. What, 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 what's gone wrong? And the apostle reads, Binu Bayerim Ba'om, understand you bores, unreasonable ones, says Rav Hirsch, among the nation. Kasilim Mosei Taskilu, and you fools, when will you gain wisdom? You're bores and fools. And when will you understand things as they should be understood? Hanoita oizin halo yishma. He who implants the ear, shall he not hear? Im yoitza ayin halo yabit. He who fashions the eye, shall he not see? And the binon itzim, very poshut, as we said before from the binon itzim, if you're missing one of the chushim, your yadir is missing. Ha'im efshishu yisparach, is it possible that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, blessed be his name, shenotah ha'oizen, who established the ear, ha'yitokin shelo yishoma, is it possible that he cannot hear? V'mishi yotza ha'ayin, the one who created the eye, ha'yuuman, is it possible to believe, shu atzma yira, he himself doesn't see? Vada'i efshile tzarakein, it is impossible to imagine this, ela shenedin ne'mono, shu roya v'shem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu hears and sees. The first misconception, is, is refuted by the fact that HaKadosh Baruch created the eye and the ear, therefore we can certainly see and certainly hear. Um, it's very interesting, I didn't go down that path, but anybody wants to do a bit of research, in Shmois, where Moshe Rabbeinu is, doesn't want to do the job, that HaKadosh Baruch wants him to do the job, bring out the Kali Yisrael. So, at the very end of seven days of arguing, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu says, Vayom uh, Moshe Hashem, bi Adonai, I can't speak. Well, we know the medrash with the coals and whatever. He can't speak. So what does HaKadosh Baruch say back in the refutation? Who gave man mouth? Who made him into a mute? Deaf, sighted, or evil, blind. It's exactly the same refutation. <laughs> you know, I've got the, I, I gave the power speech, I created the power speech. How can you say you can't speak? What's got to do with it? So I didn't go down the similarities or the differences between what Moshe Rabbeinu is saying and the Apostle is saying. But that, 
understanding that HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates it and therefore uh, and, and, and therefore um, understands the sees and, and the hears cannot go without saying Rabbi de Miller in his famous first book which I saw youth um, he discusses amongst other things evolution and mutation um, accidental evolution and sudden mutation and he writes of the incredible Nisim involved in creating the eye and the ear I don't know if any of you have ever read Rejoice, O youth, all the 19 letters are, are based on the same sort of thing, talking to a student. And um, Victor Miller talks to the student, I don't know how much time we've got, um, but it, it, it's Kedai to have a read of Victor Miller. He starts off by saying, about, talking about the mathematical improbability of accidental evolution. He asks the student, if you have a book with 15 loose sheets, numbered 1 to 15, shuffle the sheets and see what are the chances as they will fall upon each other in numerical order. Okay? So, you do not realize how rare it is. The probability is one chance in. One, three, zero, seven, seven, zero, 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 zero. See, I think it come, I, I don't know how to read the number. Um, I, naughty, naughty. I, 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 I typed into Google. What is the chances of getting 52 cards in your pack of cards in order? Listen to this. What are the odds of shuffling a deck of cards in order? If you truly randomize the deck, the chances of the cards ending up in perfect order are around 1 in 10 to the power of 68, or 1 followed by 68 zeros. That's a huge number, roughly equal to the number of atoms in our galaxy. Mathematically, it doesn't hold up. So anyway, just listen to what he writes about the eye. Um, He first of all talks about the ant, but then the eye which is immensely more complicated. The eye is safely recessed in a protruding bone frame which protects it from blows. It is furnished with a lid which rolls down automatically when an object approaches and which rolls up conveniently out of sight when not in use. The eye is continuously being bathed in a soothing and antiseptic fluid supplied by the wells of the tear ducts. The eyebrows intercept perspiration and the eyelashes help keep out foreign matter. The white outer skin of the eyeball is tough to protect the eye to preserve its shape against elongation and flattening which would impair the vision. The inner skin of the eye is black like the inside of a camera to absorb excess light which would blur the image. The eye is equipped with a crystalline lens and has a screen, the retina, upon which the image is projected. The screen is composed of nine layers containing many millions of rods and cones and a labyrinth of nerve fibers of dizzying complexity. The pupil dilates in the darkness to admit maximum light and contracts in the sunshine to exclude excess light. The eye is the most perfect of cameras for besides being self-adjusting for light intensity, it's also instantaneously self-focusing to adjust for distance. It takes color pictures, it rotates to focus on all sides and it takes the inverted image and sets it top side up. Each component of the eye, lens, retina, optical nerve, tear duct, etc., is of an enormous complexity, some possessing millions of parts. Every one of these millions of parts has its own precise chemical composition and precise physical structure. Each component must be in precise position, each must be in precise size. It is easy to believe that a mountain, after millions of earthquakes, eruptions, and hurricanes, was finally, finally shaped by accidents into a tall skyscraper building with all details of steel framework, masonry, plumbing, ventilation, lighting hardware, fixtures furnitures and communication than to believe the one cell algae developed into an eye. Compared to the eye the building is as uncomplicated as a brick. 
Anyway, right, and he doesn't say to the ear. <laughs> we'll leave that. But it, it's Kedai just just to hear. We've got to be mamming. The Boi Nishlonim is the Boi Olam. We see with tremendous, tremendous skill. And to turn around and say he doesn't hear and he doesn't see. It's the Olam Adas. In fact... Because they can't... Relates. No, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll come to. Just, just let, me, let me finish. I'm nearly finished. I'm, I'm coming to that. In fact, the Lebanon Kuzayim, he, he sums up in, a, 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 in one of the one of, one of the sentences he used on this pasuk, and he says, "When we psukim elu from these psukim on lemedim yisoid godl, we can learn a, a, a fantastic, um, important yisoid." Odom, she'en by Amuna, a person who doesn't believe, ain't rak apikoyrus, not just an apikoyrus, elohu af shoytz v'ksil. He's a fool. And it, it, that's what it boils down to. However, however, we've got to understand, where does this come from? This total lack of perception that HaKadosh Baruch has created the world, and therefore he can see, can hear, and has all the chushim necessary in order to exact everything that is needed from this world. And to understand this, I'm sure there are others following, but in the altar of Kelm, Bali Musa, in Cheskel Levenstein, he, in his Sefer Ay Cheskel, he quotes the altar from Kelm, and he says as I, he first of all goes to the Psukim, Bino Boyerim Ba'om, Ksilim Taskilu, when we fools recognize, boars understand. He says, Bavadai, it is absolutely certain that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the eye and created the ear, and he is mashkiach. He intervenes with his, with his creation. Because since HaKadosh Baruch Hu created all these powers, Bavada is absolutely certain, this understanding, it's simple. He can recognize this, understand it. And if so, why do these people deny? And he says, if you have a look at Yeralov, it says there as follows. It says in Pasuk Yeralov, Hashem Yoideh Machshvois Odom, HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows the thought of man, Kihema Hovel, that they are futile and vanity. And he says, Yibcheskel says as follows, that the Makshovis Halev, man's thoughts, man's heart, man's Yetzer, govern the way he thinks and he feels. Although Yibcheskel doesn't explain it like this, Bali Musa would explain the gears. I have my own personal desires and wants and wishes which my heart puts into my brain and my brain puts into my heart. And the Yetzirah has a great time. Therefore, even the most simple of things, if my Yetzirah gets in the way, it can turn my heart away from even the most simply obvious facts. You talk to people who... Uh, I'm not trying to make little light of it that I have any type of difficulty as long as I'm on an eating disorder. You explain to them rationally that this is, you know, 
being overweight, and let's take a simple example, not just, you know, in that order, being overweight is not clever. It has so much. I rationally understand that. Uh, so when are you going to stop smoking? When are you going to go on a diet? What happened to your seichel? This is pshat. Hashem yodeh machshvos on game over. The heart gets in the way. The the yitzah gets in the way. The the understanding gets in the way, and therefore you it can go so right that you can be the shoyt and the apikolus. You can be a denier. I, I mind tells you muzayin. It has to be, and yet we have. They have to go very far. The teaching of uh, of evolution in our schools is compulsory. And, and yet, it's, it's it's a ridiculous concept. It, it, you go through all the books; it, it's ridiculous. For Afarpi Kane, I once heard in the name of Rav Miller, said, "How could Greek mythology take off?" I mean, you know, this, this, I don't know how much Greek mythology you learned in school, and you said I'd say we didn't learn that much, but you get an idea of it. I mean, how can it take off? He said, very, very posh, if my God can do it, then I can do it as well. It's a moira heta. It's just a heta to behave as I want it to behave. Because if I can create a God that can do that sort of thing, well, then why, what's wrong? I mean, there's nothing wrong with me. Imitatio Dio is a very, very famous um, attitude. It's also not from us, but okay, right. We, we, are, we, we, we have it, it, it. We have it. Not the, not the Latin. We have, we have it. Not right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we have the same concept that we should imitate HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But, but it, it, however foolish it is, when it comes to the Yetzirah, there's no Bino and there's no Haskel and Bayam Ba'om. Bino Bayam Ba'om, you fools should understand, you foolish people, how long will it take you to, to come to an understanding? At the end of the day, Hashem Yadir Machshvois Oden Kehim Pavel. That's how Rabbi Cheskel explains it. Um, I'd just like to finish with what I, uh, what I feel very, very strongly that our, our attitude is exactly the opposite. As it says in Pirkei Ovois, from Rabbi, we start with Shloshi Dvorim, looking to three things, Viyata Boli De Avero, Doma Le Malimucho, Ayin Roya, Vaisen Shemas, Vakov Masecho, Basefer Nichtovim. It's exactly the opposite. There is a heavenly eye, and there is an heavenly ear, and there is an heavenly notebook as well where it's all noted down. That is our attitude towards towards Hakolish Baruchu. And perhaps the greatest proof of Hakolish Baruchu being Mashkiach Boira is from the fact that we, as Klal Yisrael, still exist. And so Pshat, Ma'am Lois brings it down, others bring it down. For those fools who are Makhish Hashkocha, then please understand, look at Klal Yisrael. Eich ef shehuli iskayim ben agoyim imloi b'hashkochas Hashem. How could we exist amongst the 70 wolves that are trying to devour us if it wasn't Hashkochus Hashkocha? Ksili mosa taskilu haloi tuchlu lohovim b'seichel ha'poshet. You can understand it if you want to see it. The Hashkochus HaKadosh Baruch upon us. Maybe we'll be zoicha to be mischazik ourselves in our emunah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's in his Hashkochus HaBoyla and and his Hanhoga. Amen. 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 Amen.